0: Welcome to Leadership Legacy Radio, where we talk about marriage, we talk about leadership, and we talk about youth empowerment. Uh, today, I'm going to talk to you about my origin story. So, growing up, one of the things that that I focused on was, um, you know, looking at the things that I could control. Um, but before that, um, I actually felt like there was something missing. So. I grew up in the Virgin Islands and um, my dad at the time was a a successful dentist. Uh, My mom worked in the hospital and one of the things that I remember my mom telling me was that when I was young, you know, my my dad had some bad company when he went to high school. And that company um, wanted to to, to have my dad basically do drugs out of his practice. And my dad, he, he knew better, but the problem was he was still confronted him and asked him to to allow him to use his practice, to to, to use drugs, to sell drugs out of his practice. And he said, no, this is a professional business. My mom told me that they called her and told her that if she didn't, um, you know, separate herself from him, that something bad was going to happen. So what they ended up doing is they ended up planting drugs in his practice and calling the police on him went to jail uh, when I was very young. I think I was three at the time. And he didn't come out of jail until I was 14. Now, I share that with you because uh, one of the main reasons that I am on the journey that I'm on is because while my dad was away, I blamed myself for it. I, I blamed myself for not having a father. I blamed myself for... Um, being alone, I, I, being by myself, and, and you know, seeing my mom working three to four jobs, and I didn't want that for my family. So, so leadership legacy was created out of a need for uh, a, a, a beautiful relationship, a marriage that worked, a marriage that that compromised, and, and a marriage that meant was more important than anything else and and the reason I bring that up is because as I talked to my mom over the years and I asked her why was it that my dad you know you know wasn't around she explained to me that you know his friends you know were spiteful but that that wasn't the reason why she separated from him the reason they separated is because my mom told him that when he came out she wanted to she wanted him to, to rid himself of his friends they needed to no longer be part of his life. And he said that, that 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 wasn't him. He wasn't turning his back on his friends. At that point my mom realized that if your friends are more important than your family, then our relationship isn't worth fighting for. Now, I don't condone divorce, I don't condone separation, but I do agree with, you know, fighting for, for what you believe in, for your family, for what's important. And we, we cannot fight for our friends or for people that are not family more than we would fight for our family. The people that that give us joy, that give us love. So that's one of the reasons why Leadership Legacy created was created. Another reason is because throughout my life I wanted to to, to be and do more. Um, going up through high school, you know, I would get teased and and I would see a lot of bad, you know, examples, um, you know, teachers and other students that had, you know, positions in schools, they could, they could have stopped the teasing from happening. They could have stopped people from calling me uh, big nose and, oh, I'm a, I'm a half breed and all of these things. And, and I realized as I was growing up that although people were calling me different things, it, that didn't matter. What did matter is that others in positions of leadership allowed it to happen. So whether it's right or wrong that I felt the way that I did, what wasn't right is allowing people to mistreat others. You know, leaders are called to be set apart. They do what's right even when it, it doesn't feel good. They do what's right even if it means going against the crowd. They do what's right when nobody is looking. So when nobody was looking, I didn't have a lot of leaders around me. So I started this journey on on self-discovery. I wanted to be the best that I could be. I wanted to prove people wrong. I wanted to, as funny as it sounds, I didn't wanna, I wanted to prove people that I didn't have a big nose. And and I don't care. Now it doesn't matter. Um, You can call me whatever you want, um, but uh, what you won't call me is ineffective. What you won't call me is a productive leader what you don't want call me is an example a pillar of hope somebody that thrives on excellence that wants to be their absolute best and to bring out the best in others despite what they believe in themselves and because of that leadership legacy was created because of the lack of leadership in my life now funny story my, my life took a big turn when I was in high school and I almost lost my mom due to an injury at work. And at that point, I had vowed to myself that I was going to provide for her. I was going to be be a care a caregiver for her. I was going to help her out because, you know, it didn't matter where I was at the moment. What did matter was that my mom and what she meant to me. My mom meant the world to me at the time. And what was important about this decision was that I was going to become a leader and I was trying to find the best way to do that. So I had had asked her about joining the military. And initially, the first option for me was the Marines because my uncle was a Marine. So it was a no brainer. The Marines came to the house to do their recruiting. And they were rude. And my mom didn't like that. She said, you're not gonna be a Marine. So then the army comes to the house. They were late, unprofessional. My mom didn't like that either. Then the Navy came to the house. Man, the Navy was on point. They were on time, very professional. However, the uniform that they showed up in is the reason I'm not in the Navy today. My mom did not like the uniform that he showed up in the house. I think he was wearing what they call the Cracker Jack uniform. And lastly, the Air Force came to my house. The guy was on time, he was professional, immaculate uniform, and you know he was Hispanic. So that, that got bonus points with my mom. Now At the time, I decided that I was joining the Air Force. And the one thing that I, that I realized now looking back is that that recruiter, in the midst of everything, although I had looked up to what he was doing and I appreciated what he had done for me at the moment, what I really didn't like was his lack of integrity at, the, at that moment. He had talked to me about all these great things that I could do in this one particular job that he was trying to sell. And really, like, he didn't have to sell me on anything. I was already sold that I, I wanted to join the Air Force. But he talked to me about all these audacious things that I could do. And when I started the job that he offered me, none of that was true. It was really tough. It was one of the most difficult jobs. Vow to do my absolute best. And through that job, I realized, again, the lack of leadership. The mission was more important than the people. And all this time I was learning that without the people, the mission doesn't happen. Without that person that, that you care about, that you tell them that you believe in them, that you care in them, if they don't feel value, valued, they're not going to produce So here's what I did. I took another turn and I said, I'm going to be the leader. My uniform was always pressed. I was always early, stayed late. I started to become what I wanted to see in others. Then a deployment happened. And what was amazing is that during that deployment, I had found this book. And this book was the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. I devoured that book, and I found out my first true mentor, John Maxwell. So I read the book, and I and I started studying what great leadership looks like. And I realized that leaders can be born. I had a, I had been I, I, leaders can't aren't born. Is what I realized. Great leaders can be created. You have to intentionally become a, a, a leader. And so what I started doing is, is applying some of the principles in the book and I started seeing my, my personality changing, my leadership becoming better. Uh, everything that I started reading, I started applying to my life. Then I transitioned to different jobs and I realized that in every position that I took, as I got higher in a position, I noticed that a lot of people just relied on me. And it was important that I did not let that go to my head. And the reason I say that is because I I did. For a time I felt like if I don't have all the answers, they won't respect me. If I don't have all the answers, they won't trust me. If I don't have all the answers, they won't come to me. And what I realized is that as I allowed that to happen, my life slowly started to change. I slowly started to not have a personal life because whenever anything happened at work, they would call me. Whenever I took time off, I would get called. And I was thinking to myself, this has got to change. This cannot be... This cannot be it. This is this is not what great leadership looks like. So then I started looking for, for more, more guidance. And because of the lack of thereof that I had, I started going to books again. I started reading more books and in there it talked about empowerment, it talked about commitment, it talked about competency. And so what I started doing is I started believing in my teammates, I started empowering them. I started enlisting them to do jobs and I started doing what I had always heard, see one, do one, teach one. And then I took it to the next level not only will I see one, do one, and teach one, I would enlist somebody to do that as well. Furthermore, what I started noticing is that the more I empowered the people around me, the lighter the load became. Because for a long time, I felt like a garbage man that would take out the garbage but keep it in his hand. And every day I would take out garbage and just keep it in my hand. And so this weight was just over my shoulders because I was never empowering people around me. But when I started empowering people, the weight just lifted. The work got lighter. My team became more productive. The morale went through the roof because what they started doing is they started buying in because it was their project. It was their program. So my friends, Leadership Legacy is more than just about Christian Martinez. Leadership Legacy is about creating an environment that enlists people to be and do more, to go above and beyond their limitations. It's about building dynamic, amazing, fulfilling, warm relationships in the household. And more importantly, because of all those things that happened to me as a child. I had one person always speaking into my life when I was young and that was my mother. And I'm grateful for that voice because she always told me that she believed in me. And the last part of Leadership Legacy is just that, legacy. My wife and I believe in empowering youth, investing in youth, and letting them know their true potential. So many kids grow up never hearing somebody tell them, I believe in you. You are amazing. You are great. You can do all things. You can do anything. And so my commission, is to not only be the best leader that I can be, but it's to enrich marriages, it's to empower youth, and it's to coach businesses and leaders to build dynamic, powerful teams and take them to the next level. So I share my story with you because I believe in helping people reach their full potential. I believe in empowering people. And I believe in giving people hope. Not false hope. This is not about everybody getting the trophy. It's about truly believing in people so that they can see the awesomeness that they have inside of them. The amazing gifts that they have inside of them and the potential that God has given them. I wanna thank you for spending some time with me today. I hope this story has helped you realize why I do what I do. We look forward to sharing more stories with you guys. Explaining to you why we're so passionate about leadership. About marriages. And about youth development. Goodbye for now. God bless.